Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Boy, David DeCastro is getting shredded on Twitter right now. Absolutely shredded on Twitter right now. It's, it's kind of amazing. We talked about him. He was our bonehead of the day last hour as former teammate of Andrew Lux at Stanford. Now plays for the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And he said in an interview, about Andrew Luck, he was talking about how much he respects Andrew Luck, of course, friend of Andrew Luck's. But then he started attacking NFL fans after he was asked about the yeah the, the few smattering of boos at Lucas Oil Stadium after Andrew Luck was found out was going to announce his retirement after the preseason game on Saturday. And David DeCastro saying, all fans treat us like circus animals. No, no, they don't. They do not. Fans like to be loud and brash on social media, but they're also paying your salary, David DeCastro. Oh, goodness. I just, I don't understand. Sometimes on here, we talk about entitled athletes, and you go, well, entitled athletes, what are you talking about? Yeah, this is, this, is, this is it. This is the shining example of it. Andrew Luck made just shy of $100 million, may or may not have to pay some of that back, depending on what the Colts do. So we're talking about generational money. Uh, David DeCastro, the offensive guard who's played seven years in the National Football League, his latest contract, this is his first big contract after the rookie one, he signed a five-year, $50 million contract. So that plays out. David DeCastro will have made... $50 $50 million just off this contract playing in the National Football League. <laughs> I just can't stop talking about this because it's so humorous to me. It, it really is. This would be like fans on, on Twitter or a radio host taking or all the, the nonsense that's happened in Kansas City the last couple of years with off-the-field player problems, Kareem Hunt, and then Tyreek Hill, Hunt's gone, Hill's still there, although who knows, maybe he won't be for very long, probably will be because he's a good NFL player, I guess, and that trumps everything. My point is, imagine if somebody said, well, oh, all the Chiefs players are terrible people because look at what a couple of their players did. They're all child beaters and women abusers, right? I mean, come on, how eye-roll worthy would that be? Just about as eye-roll worthy as David DeCastro's statement. This hour on the program, we're going to go inside NFL training camp. We'll talk about the Patriots, and that will wrap up our uh, AFC inside NFL training camps tomorrow. We're supposed to get on uh, Washington Reporter today, a little miscommunication about the time. Um, So we will start our NFC around and inside the NFL tomorrow and then we'll speed through it because we got to get through it by the first saints game which is just two weeks away phone lines are open for you at 504-260-1870 our text line is 870-870 here's a couple of texts one from the 504 
Sign me up for the circus, please. They pay, or the pay looks good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Here's a text from the 504. Hello, Seth. Earlier in the day, I heard Bobby Abers say you can't win games making that many penalties. Well, that's not true. The Saints did win the game. Well, to Bobby's point, and the text goes on here, but to Bobby's point, we haven't talked a lot about that Saints games because in well, we're going to talk a lot of Saints tomorrow, but outside of the first drive there's, we could talk about it ad nauseum, but there's more important stuff to talk about today, like the East Bank All-Stars win the Little League World Series. We have talked some Saints, of course, the Sheldon Rankin's getting back, but it was an ugly game. It's one of the reasons why I haven't talked a lot about it. It was an eyesore. If you don't and didn't know, <laughs> Saints and Jets set a preseason NFL record for most penalties. 31 penalties in that football game. 31 31 that's 15 and a half average for each team it's incredible you get half of that in one game you get seven penalties in one game and Sean Payton is probably going to be talking about it in the locker room and in the post game <laughs> press conference 31 penalties now here's why I'm not too worried about it number one a lot of the Saints regular players weren't out there Number two, this is preseason football. What happens in preseason football usually? The referees throw a lot more flags than they do in the regular season. And they do that specifically and in a calculated way because they want the players to get used to some of the rules of emphasis that they'll have to deal with during the regular season. Now, all these pass interference, ticky-tack pass interference and holding calls that the Saints got and the Jets got the other day, a big portion of those, and I'll be kind here to the officials, won't be called in the regular season. I'll just put it that way. Here's a text from the 985. Watching Breeze play is one of the main reasons I go to Saints games. It has been a pure joy to watch him play over the last few years. I treasure every down that I'm blessed with to watch him play. There we go. That's going back to what I said last hour. It's been very obvious to me anyways that we need to take a step back from all this you know prognosticating about the future and who the next Drew Brees or Tom Brady are great quarterbacks are just enjoy the heck out of the all-time great quarterbacks we get to watch play right now yes of course Drew Brees but that also includes Tom Brady I'm I told you I get tired of athletes taking shots at fans another thing that I get tired of is people taking shots at Tom Brady like I understand you get tired of the Patriots winning Tom has it all, six Super Bowl rings, Super Bowl model wife, a supermodel wife, and it's probably, it's probably a Super Bowl model, too. He's probably got a, a few pictures with a Lombardi trophy. And so he's got it all. A little envious, right? Come on, though. Watch the guy play. He's incredible. Incredible. I, I, I sincerely hope that it's Saints-Patriots in February. How special would that be? Two quarterbacks in their 40s? Two future Hall of Famers, probably two of the five best in my mind's quarterbacks of all time playing against each other. Yeah, I hope it's I hope it's Drew against Tom. Text from the 504. Actually, after paying his agent and all the taxes, we'll clear about $55 million out of that $100 million. Okay, yeah. So are, do you feel bad for Andrew Luck that he made after taxes $55 million? <laughs> Is that something I'm supposed to feel bad about? I did see a lot of that on Twitter, like R.I.P. Andrew Luck. I feel so bad for Andrew Luck. I, look, I, it's hard not to feel for the guy that he once loved football, but frankly, I'm not. I'm not throwing a pity party for Andrew Luck, who is making or has made 100 million dollars in the league. 
He's got generational money. And it didn't sound like he wanted to play in the NFL anymore. Didn't sound like he wanted to play in the NFL anymore. So you know what? Andrew's happier now, and I will be happier now for him. I think the NFL's in a worse spot. There's no doubt about it. Love to talk some Saints or NFL or anything with you, even East Bank All-Stars, as they won the Little League World Series championship. Open lines pretty much the rest of this hour, 504-260-1870. That's 504-260-1870. Our text line's 870-870. The last lap continues on WWL. That was Colts coach Frank Reich on his star quarterback calling it quits. Well, I guess ex-star quarterback Andrew Luck calling it quits. Welcome back to the show. Our Blue Runner Gumbo opinion poll online at WWL.com. Was Andrew Luck's retirement the most shocking in NFL history? You can cast your votes at WWL.com or the Radio.com app. It's the most shocking NFL retirement in my lifetime. I would say Barry Sanders, a close second. Calvin Johnson, probably third on that list. Patrick Willis in the top five. All time, this was before my time. You might have to go with Jim Brown. I mean, Jim Brown and Andrew Luck probably... 1A and 1B either way there. I mean, Jim Brown is widely regarded as the best running back in NFL history, even though he only played till age 29. Sound familiar? But the reason this is different is we're talking a quarterback with all the rules in the NFL that are designed to keep quarterbacks healthy now, all the Tom Brady rules, right? I'm using air quotes there. And also all the money that quarterbacks make in this league. But Andrew came from a very well-off family. His dad, Oliver, played in the NFL upper-class family. His dad now is the CEO of the XFL. Speaking of that, I will dispel one big rumor out there that Andrew Luck is going to retire so he can play in the XFL. Well, it might happen way down the road, but he contractually cannot play in the XFL until at least 2022. It's how long he's under contract with the Colts. And you know the NFL, even if for some odd reason that Jim Irsay and the Colts wanted to let him out of that, there is no way that the NFL as a whole wouldn't kind of grab Jim Irsay, Jim Irsay by the ears and say, you can't do this. This is setting a bad precedent. So Andrew Luck, I mean, is there a possibility he plays in the XFL maybe one day, but he's a long way off from that. I mean, I'm going to take Andrew Luck at his word when he says playing football wasn't fun anymore. May we see Andrew Luck back in the NFL? Eventually, sure. Sure, he's young enough. He takes a couple of years off. His body starts feeling really good. And he gets that passion back when he's 32, 33. Yeah. I think it's a possibility. Am I predicting it? No, I'm not. Just because when you made that much money, uh, maybe you want to go do a lot of the other things with your life. Well, we're kicking off the football season in a couple of weeks on a Monday here. About this time, we'll be talking about the end of that Saints-Texans game on Monday night. But we're going to kick off our season with the Houdat Nation Rally and Music Fest Friday, Saturday, and Sunday right before that. That's September 6th, 7th, and 8th. Good food, great music, big-time family fun. It's going to be at LaSalle Park in Metairie. Great lineup to this of music acts, including the producers, Cowboy Mouth, New Power Generation, Family Stone, Supercharger, the Tomcats, a whole bunch more. Plus, Friday night, you're going to want to be there for this. They're going to have a very special tribute to all the music greats that we've lost over the last year or so. Art Neville, Dr. John, Fats, Alan Toussaint, everybody else. Irma Thomas is going to play during that one. Deacon John, Renard Poche, others will perform 
And you can get your tickets right now at whodatnationevents.com. And this is presented by Bud Light. On a separate note from us, if you want to attend one or both of the VIP shows at the Jefferson Performing Arts Center, you can get your tickets now before they're sold out. So each day they're going to have one big musical act at the JPAC. Saturday the 7th from 5.30 to 6.45, it's the Guess Who. Blood, Sweat, and Tears on Sunday, September 8th from 4.30 to 5.45. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com. And remember, each VIP experience ticket comes with weekend passes to the Houdat Nation Rally and Music Festival. Get all the info you need at HoodatNationEvents.com. Again, HoodatNationEvents.com. Phone lines open for you, 504-260-1870. Our text line is 870-870. Here's a text from the 985. Could see Luck coaching quarterbacks at Stanford. I mean, Luck does have that very cerebral part of his game. Where I think he'd make one heck of a coach. I could see him get into coaching, no doubt. Text from the 985. Is it possible for the XFL to buy Andrew Luck's contract from the Colts? They could try. There's probably some way they could try, but that, that because of the CBA, that's have to go through all sorts of bureaucracy and red tape. And again, just think about this from the NFL's perspective. Is the NFL going to let one of their stars out of a contract to go play for their competitors in the middle of his contract? <laughs> no way. No way. I mean, it wouldn't make any sense, any business sense for them. East Bank All-Stars won the Little League World Series yesterday. We've got coverage on our website at WWL.com. Uh, incredible. And New Orleans, of course, led ESPN and television ratings and ABC for the championship. Number one market in the country for the Little League World Series is a 13.6 rating. That's 13.6% of all TVs in the market tuned to that yesterday. 22.7 share. That's shares are 22.7% of TVs that were on at that point. A little comparison here for you. NFL games, Saints games in the market usually get about a 50 rating, so not even approaching that. But other NFL games, uh, yeah, about that number. So there you go. Sounds like we love to watch those East Bank All-Stars. I know I know, I did. Piece from Christian Garrick online right now at WWL.com. LSU looking to stay disciplined against Georgia Southern. Coach Ed Orgeron had his pre-week one press conference over in Baton Rouge today and a lot of coach speak like we're used to hearing in these press conferences from Coach Joe. Saying they have to tackle really well. Going to have to put in some good work. Uh, they got a really disciplined defense. They got a really disciplined offense with that option. We're going to have to be disciplined. Uh, let's be honest here. LSU should not have. I, I hate to go and say they're not going to have after what happened with Troy a few years ago. So I won't use that verbiage. But LSU should not have any problem with Georgia Southern. If LSU has problems with Georgia Southern, uh, maybe this is not the season that we thought it was going to be for LSU. This is the tune-up. This is their preseason, so to speak, before they go to Austin the following week. i got to tell you that that game of Florida and Miami that we were kind of watching on a different screen as we watched the Saints on Saturday night, kind of ugly but kind of intriguing. I mean, it was, it was the highest-rated game I heard on ESPN for a college football opener uh, since, what was it, 2016? So quite a few years now. Those aren't apples to apples because – ESPN isn't going up against any other college football games that night. 
right? They had this week zero that they carved out so they could kind of own the opening weekend. And I would love to see those ratings outside of the state of Florida and outside of, just frankly, the South. Let's see those come in. Uh, here is a text from the 504 saying, uh, legendary baseball team. We'll remember them for the next fifteen year, uh, 50 years, or rather, 50 years. Yes, yeah, no doubt about that. We'll be talking about this one in 2069 instead of 2019 on their 50-year anniversary. We'll probably have them back. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if there'll be radio then or TV or, you know, it'll be some other kind of sports media. We'll be having all those guys on coming back and remembering their run. Rafael uh, Nadal and Roger Federer playing right now. Actually, it's a Federer playing right now. Pardon me. I lost the first set, but is bounced back on the next two sets. He's up three to two in the fourth set early on in the French Open. It's uh, Sergio Nagal. So uh, Roger Federer trying to uh, advance on in the U.S. Open. Looks like Djokovic, the favorite. On the men's side, Serena Williams, one of the favorites on the women's side. That tournament, again, just getting started. Djokovic, the number one player in the world. Federer, the number three player in the world. Tomorrow on the show, I cannot wait for tomorrow's show. It's going to be really fun. It's going to be a lot of fun, especially in hours number one and two. As over the weekend, I posted about 10 different surveys or fan polls on Twitter. I did this last year. I did it again this year. I wanted to get Saints fans' reaction to everything from their win total, Drew Brees' passing yards, to who the breakout player at camp was, to where the Saints need to get to before you wouldn't be disappointed in their season. Really fun show tomorrow that we're going to have. We'll talk a lot more Saints than we did today. The big news of the day for the Saints, if you did not hear it, great news for the Saints, was that Sheldon Rankin's off the pup list and back to practice. And this was a shocker to most people around here who thought, as Sean Payton said, I had a schedule Sheldon Rankin's was early in camp, and we all kind of said, oh, that was Sean just saying that to say it. He wasn't just saying it to say it. He's back. I think most of us thought Rankin's would be on that pup list until the middle part of the season and come back and play for the first time in week eight going to play a lot sooner than that or they wouldn't have taken them off there we'll take a break after this we're going inside nfl training camp to new england and we had also planned to go to washington but we had to reschedule that so i guess it kind of works out because that means our afc slate is complete we'll go to the nfc starting tomorrow and we'll burn through that the next couple of weeks before the saints opening game we're going to take a break when we come back more of your calls and um, love to talk to you you're out there listening tonight. What do you want to talk about? What are you thinking about in the world of sports? Give me a call. Come rap with me. 504-260-1870. Our text line is 870-870. And also, we've got Sports Libs. The return of Sports Libs. And Slogan's feeling better this week. We'll do that next. And look, stick around to the top of the hour. Because, as I always do, I leave you with a moment of zen. But we're going to replay Andrew Luck's very emotional retirement press conference that you can hear. It's about three minutes, and it's worth all 180 seconds of it that's coming up on the last lap all right before we get to sports slips i gotta talk about the real important news of the last 24 hours or so logan there were not one but two star wars trailers released have you seen these yet i've only seen one of them which one the mandalorian or the oh no no I've, i have actually seen both of them in fact if that's the case yes. I, thought th I thought there was two for the uh for the new no like, the movie. the rise of skywalker uh no just the one for that 
which I won't spoil anything. I know some people are anti-trailer, anti-preview, because you think that spoils some of the movies, so I won't. I will just say that I was very, um, very excited for what they did with one of the, the titular characters there. I also love The Mandalorian. That, that looks really gritty. It's my kind of my kind of show. Yeah, no. Uh, so my friend uh, actually happened to walk in while I was watching that uh, trailer for The Mandalorian, and he was asking, like, what, what time frame does this take place in? I had no idea. So the entire time we were watching the trailer for the first time, we were trying to figure out, like, what point in the timeline does this take place? And uh, I find what they what they're trying to do very interesting, because uh, it's right after the first trilogy, right? Or I guess the what is it? Um, the Last Jedi. Yeah, is that right? Uh, at least I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's like the fall of the empire. Yeah, first time. So uh, so we should be uh, we should be in for quite a treat with this uh, with this series. I yeah. feel like they might do something really cool with this. Oh, I think so too. It's it has Pedro Pascal. He's from Narcos and also from Game of Thrones. Played over in Martell there. Great actor. Uh, loved it. And I like I said, I love like the darker, grittier takes that we don't always get from Disney and Star Wars. Like Rogue One is maybe my favorite Star Wars movie because of that. So yeah, I'm all in for this, man. I mean, I just happen to be a very big Mandalorian fan. The uh, the Boba Fett, <laughs> yeah, uh, Boba Fett. Uh, the uh, the Mandalorians from like the like uh, series of things that were crom- uh, uh, they, they were uh, shown way before the first uh, the first trilogy. Oh, so there you uh, go. Yeah, because because there was a whole bunch of stuff that happened like way back when that that's canon in a long time ago yeah i love it i can't wait i can't wait and both of these uh, the movie obviously in december before that i think uh, november is when the new show so i look they just got free airtime here but i don't care because uh, i love star wars that much and christian garrick would approve with that let's do some sports libs slogan it's the return of sports libs like mad libs slogan's got a handful of sports sentences that we have to fill in you and i together you can do it on our text line at 870 what you got logan well, first up, we have the most promising member of Saints uh, of the Saints coming out of training camp is blank. I'm going to say Deontay Harris, the guy nobody saw coming. That looks like he has a chance to be an electrifying returner in the NFL if he can get his ball security problems under control. All right, next up here we have blank is really going to stand out during this next Saints game. The lack of recognizable names is really going to stand out. I I don't envy Zach Streif, who has to call this game, and he's going to be talking about players on both sides that he's never heard of, that he's going to be double, triple, quadruple checking his flip card. Um, yeah, so it's a lot of players that you won't see on NFL Sundays, but look, good for them. They get their moment. All I've got to say about that is uh, I find myself sometimes having to Google search some of the uh, <laughs> players when I put their names yeah, That's down. right. When you play, you would do the sound. You cut up the sound here in the studio. All right, next. Uh, next one up here, we have college football really needs blank. A good team west of the Red River in Texas. How about that? That would certainly help out ratings, I think, but I don't think there is one this year. All right, next up we have LSU's most exciting prospect this camp is blank. I mean, from what everybody's talking, and I'm just going on Coach O, I'll say Joe Burrow. I can't wait to see him against Texas. I want to see how he's improved and how Joe Brady's and what Joe Brady's done with him. All right, and last up here we have, I want to see blank live up to the hype. 
How about I really want to see these Star Wars, the movie and the show live up to the hype. So that's what I'm going with. This <laughs> is the top of my mind right now. That's Sports Libs, Logan and Seth back wrapping up our show. Don't go anywhere. We've got Andrew Luck in full announcing his retirement. One final look at our Blue Runner Gumbo opinion poll. Thanks, everybody, who voted on that at WWL.com and the Radio.com app. Was Andrew Luck's sudden retirement the most shocking in NFL history? 74% say no, it wasn't. Maybe it was Jim Brown, Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson was there, Patrick Willis recently. 26% say yes. I will say of my lifetime, yes. Wasn't around for Jim Brown. I don't really have the perspective there. But I think it's similar. Both were 29 years old. One was a future Hall of Famer. I don't think Andrew Luck is, unless he gets in way down the road. I mean, he just didn't put the numbers together. Thanks to everybody who made the show possible today. Our guests, Michael Hurley, Andrew Doak, and Kevin Bowen. Thanks to Logan behind the glass tonight. Our program director, Diane Newman. Assistant program director, Todd Manessis. Helen Santani for helping out. Tim Zimmer for booking the show. Thanks to all you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. It's going to be a fantastic show. You want to be in our audience tomorrow. It's our, well, second annual Saints Last Lap Fan Survey. I had about 10 questions I posted on my Twitter, and the results were very interesting, to say the least. That's tomorrow, 8 to 11, right here on WWL. I'm Seth Dunlap. Follow me on Twitter, at Seth Dunlap. We'll keep the conversation going tonight. And always, I leave you with our moment of zen. Andrew Luck, his full retirement press conference, courtesy of Westwood One. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.